You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa. A product of Tyler Media. Reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Post Game Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. Holy moly. Welcome, everybody, into the First Take Thunder postgame show. I am Madison Morris here in the studio alongside Brady Trantham. And we have Mr. Nate Baldwin behind the glass keeping us alive on the air. What's up, Nate? Um, All right, guys. We have a lot to dissect with this game. The Thunder win a very thrilling Win in Philadelphia, 117 to 115 over the Philadelphia 76ers. Guys, this was a 2.30 game. It is the early evening here on a Saturday, fine afternoon. We have a lot to talk about. So, Brady, kind of give me some final thoughts on what you thought of especially the ending of this game because that's really all that matters well i actually i thought it was kind of a boring like boring it game nothing really happened i mean i've just been chilling here and no it was exciting it was so exciting um i mean the thunder have one terrible just brain numbing possession where dennis schroeder doesn't understand forgets how to either like billy donovan and dennis schroeder forgot to either call a timeout or correctly pass on a uh, full court press, makes a terrible, terrible pass that Jimmy Butler intercepts, gets the layup uh, to go up by two with, I believe, eight or seven seconds left. And this happens all before Paul George uh, on an inbounds pass, comes off the screen, nails a three, gets fouled, hits the free throw to go up, of course, and the Thunder defend Jimmy Butler on the final possession to ultimately win the game. It was... It was an exciting game. It was a really, really, really fun game to watch. It was a fun game. Um, the Thunder. It was a. It was definitely a game that they needed to win, considering how they've played in the last week, last two weeks, of course. Um, great win on the road for them. Um, but wow, it, it was just. It was just fun. It was just fun. Yeah. No. It was a. It was a super exciting game, especially for a Saturday afternoon. Uh, golly, you know. This game, it started out kind of like a Thunder game usually starts out and has been starting out the past month or so where the Thunder really go on a big run. And it kind of looks like, oh, they've got this in the bag. This isn't really going to be much of a competitive stretch for them. But then all of a sudden, it's going to have some second quarter woes. They're going to come back in the third quarter. And then, of course, the fourth quarter just ended up being a complete and total bloodbath. There were two technicals given out for the Thunder, I believe. One was for Paul George. The other one was for Terrence Ferguson. Um, of course, Russ and Joel Embiid had to get into a little beef there at the end. It wouldn't really be a 76ers Thunder game without that. So it, there was just a lot that went on in this game. And the way it ended, I'm actually not shocked it ended the way it did. Yeah, um, of course, Oklahoma City wins 117-115 um, in, a, in a game where the final three possessions, the Thunder were, were without Russell Westbrook, who fouled out on a, uh, what was it? It was a it was a Joel Embiid three-point Joel attempt Embiid, yeah. that put them, um, that either, I think it tied, yeah, it tied the game. Um, uh, the Sixers were down three. Uh, Russell Westbrook fouls Joel Embiid on the three-point attempt. He misses it. He hits all three, um, three free throws, uh, ties the game. And the Thunder were without their 
I mean, their de facto best player. And like I said, they, they had a terrible possession and a wonderful out-of-bounds possession. And that's something that Billy Donovan has been, you know, say what you want about Billy. Um, is he a top 10, top 15 coach? That's up for debate. You know, some people may say yes, some people may say no. But one thing that he is truly great at and has shown to be very, very good at is drawing up these out-of-bounds plays because um, it seems like the Thunder always get the look that they need, and that was the look that they that they needed. And um, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that Russell Westbrook was not able to be on the floor because he was fouled out of the game, but uh, the ball definitely needed to go to Paul George in that situation. I think a lot of people were upset with how the game ended the other night against the Lakers, where Paul George doesn't take a shot in the fourth quarter, takes his uh, only shot until well, well after the game was decided in overtime. Um, yeah, the ball needed to go to Paul, hit the shot, hit the free throw, and the Thunder defended um, fairly well um, to finish out the game, and they got a much-needed road victory. No, for sure. They just snapped a two-game losing streak, and now, you know, instead of coming into this game, they came in losing five of their past six games. You know, it was kind of nice for the Thunder to come in and relieve that, get rid of that whole scenario, because that was just something that's been really unfortunate and weighing on them, uh, kind of this slump of the season. But uh, I agree with what Brady said. I think it was probably, you know, the best thing for Paul George to take that shot, but... I'm going to go ahead and say my take on this. I think it was honestly a good thing that Russell Westbrook was probably fouled out of the game at that point, and he really didn't have the chance to be on the floor because I, I don't know if the game would have ended the same. I think Ooh, Paul George, Madison with the hot take. Uh, this, is a, this is a hot take. I really do think uh, – I'm just going to put this out there. I think that it was a good thing that Paul George was completely in control of the end of this game because I don't think it would have ended the same. And the fact that this game kind of drew itself up to be the exact ending that the Lakers game was the other night this time it was on the 76ers and you know Russell Westbrook was able to hit those three clutch free throws in the end it sent it to overtime but this time Joel Embiid had the opportunity to hit the three clutch free throws and it kind of looked like the 76ers were going to run away with it yeah and really quick like I kind of of course I think a lot of people not just me but I don't want to completely bury Dennis Schroeder for that last possession because it, it it's a rare occurrence. Like when you when you find yourself in a uh, full court press in the NBA at the end of the game, it, it's not something that you constantly practice for. So you can understand why somebody would, um, I guess, make an unwise decision in terms of just throwing the ball, you know, lofting it up at midcourt and uh, getting it intercepted. But uh, Schroeder, I thought tonight played exceptionally well, and it was incredibly important for this team because. As we've said um, over and over, the bench that played really well in the first few months of the uh, of the year has not played up to their their sta- the standard that they set for themselves in the last month. And tonight, you know, you just kind of look at the scoring, and the more than the brunt of it is is held up by Dennis Schroeder. But um, I thought in the second quarter and uh, the beginning of the fourth quarter, I thought Schroeder played extremely well um, in, in those moments where it seemed like, okay, the Thunder's offense is going a little stagnant. Here comes Philly. The, the crowd's getting into it. It seemed like Schroeder was always able to at least, if he didn't hit the shot, he was able to run a good offensive possession and not turn you know, like a, a, a bad quick shot into a Philadelphia uh, fast break you know, bucket to make the make the energy much higher um, for the for the Sixers. So a great game overall, I, I felt, by Schroeder. Uh, 8 of 18, 21 points, uh, four, four rebounds. Um, it's something that they definitely needed because when Schroeder plays well, like we've said, um, this team is hard to beat. When he does not play well, this team is incredibly beatable. 
Yeah, 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. Guys, you are listening to the Thunder First Take Post Game Show here in the studio. Uh, like we said, Thunder take it away, 117 to 115 over the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, let's go ahead and look at some scores, or not some scores, some numbers here on the on the stat sheet. Paul George obviously is the hero of the game, hitting that last shot. He finishes with 31 points. He steals the ball three times. He has six rebounds. Uh, Jeremy Grant with 10, Stephen Adams 16. He was able to grab seven offensive boards. Uh, Terrence Ferguson, we talked about this a little bit in our morning show this morning, talking in the Thunder Insider Show. Terrence Ferguson has just been exceptional this these past couple of games, and he had a couple of clutch threes tonight, or today. I keep forgetting it's uh, only 5 yes, o'clock. There, there's still many hours left there's in the day. There's <laughs> many hours left in the day. Usually it's about like 11 usually o'clock, you and I are, midnight by yeah, the time we do this. Yeah, usually you and I are walking out of the arena about 1 o'clock in the morning. Yes, so this is actually very new for us guys. But uh, 5.30 in the afternoon, nice. But yeah, Terrence Ferguson. Brady, let's talk a little bit about T-Ferg right now because I wanted to talk a, more about him this morning. But we never really had the opportunity. I just think Terrence Ferguson has been exceptional. And I think it comes from ever since someone asked him and asked Billy Donovan about, you know, what's changed in Ferg. Like, why is he so different? Where's this confidence coming from? And uh, both him and Billy said that he's been told to shoot more. Yeah, I mean, Billy has, you know, going back to last year and the beginning of this year when uh, Terrence was going through a really bad shooting uh, slump, he said, to us time and time again in media scrums you know he's a great shooter we we have the confidence that he's going to start knocking these shots down we have no pro we have no problem with him taking those shots we have no problem with him being on the floor we're not going to be silly and try and replace his minutes with Hamadou Diallo or Abdul Nader or whatever whatever you know the fans are like <laughs> in both of our mentions on Twitter saying so and so needs to play for Terrence Ferguson it hasn't been that case in the last month and in the last week and a half it's been kind of a wow the Thunder need to close with Terrence Ferguson mm-hmm. over Dennis Schroeder. And it, it's been kind of, it, it, it's a story for sure because everybody everybody knows there was an understanding between Dennis Schroeder, uh, Billy Donovan, and uh, Sam Presti when the trade went down for Carmelo Anthony that you're, you're going to be one of our five best players. You're going to close the majority of these games. Now, of course, Andre Robertson has not returned yet. When he returns, who knows what that's going to do to the rotation. And do I think Terrence Ferguson is going to be shooting at this clip the rest of the year and for the rest of his career? I don't think so. You know, it, he's probably on the good part, you know, just kind of the, the ebbs and flows of a season. He's probably on the, the, the high end of that. But with the way that he's playing and what he's showing, what his ceiling can be, it it's a good problem to have for Billy Donovan because there there've been t- there've been games where you want the two-way prowess of a Terrence Ferguson to close out a game but he's gone with Dennis Schroeder because Dennis Schroeder is overall the better player he's the better scorer but it's become very very apparent to what you were saying that Ferguson is he's becoming the player that the Thunder have looked that that they have searched for for the last few years and when he's hitting shots when he's hitting shots when Paul George hitting is hitting shots and Dennis Schroeder is able to score, you know, when he comes on, um, comes off the bench in the uh, sec- uh, end of the first quarter, into the second quarter. Again, this is going to be a tough team to go up against in a seven-game series. Yeah, and things I've noticed about Terrence Ferguson just after the or over the past couple of games is just his confidence level has increased a lot. I think since he's been told to take more shots and take better shots, uh, he's even said multiple. Like multiple different times that he's had mentoring from Russell Westbrook and uh, taking a look at Russ tonight, he 
ended the night with 21 points, was 8 of 21. Um, not having the best night from the free throw line, but that's not really anything new for Russ. Um, it's just, it kind of, I don't want to say it hurt the Thunder in different situations, but there were definitely times that Russ struggled tonight. But he has been the person that Terrence Ferguson has credited a lot to his mentoring and I think it's really showing just the way that Ferg's been able to step up. This kid's, what, 20, 21 years old right now? You know, he's at a good age. He has a lot of energy. We saw that a lot last season when he was making just these incredible plays with all the energy that's just bursting out of him 25-8. So, you know, Terrence Ferguson, I think he's developing. He's developing fast, and that's something that Thunder fans should be excited about. Yeah, and it's something that's... You know, if you if you follow this team, basically, if you're a Thunder fan or if you're a member of the media that covers this team, like you understand what Russell Westbrook does in being a leader other than just being one of the best players on earth. You know, he, he's very like one of like something that every media member knows. If you want to get Russell Westbrook to say something, you know, nice or if you want to if you want to get a good answer from him, one of the easiest things to do is just ask him about a teammate. And nine times out of ten, that's when he'll give you you know, a lot of words to work with in terms of an answer. And with Terrence Ferguson, it's it's no different. Um, Russell has shown not just the behind-the-scenes leadership to what you were saying uh, by bringing him in uh, into a shoot-around session, you know, early on prior to a practice at the beginning of the year. Because Russell, you know, he sees more than we see as media or as fans see um, in practice. They know how talented he is as a shooter and as a player. But now, like you go back to that San Antonio uh, double overtime thriller a week and a half ago, there have been you know four or five examples that I can remember off the top of my head right now that Russell Westbrook finds Terrence Ferguson in the clutch because he has that confidence that he will knock down that shot, and it, it's just it's so important for this team. I can't stress how important it is for this team because we all know how flawed this team is in terms of it shooting from the outside and even the free throws even though tonight I mean Paul George what 11 of 11 11 from the free throw line the Thunder only missed three free throws and they took 26 of them so that's kind of an anomaly but even with that if guys like Terrence Ferguson knocking down shots tough tough out to, t- to uh, play this team even even at home if you're Philadelphia not for sure and all three of those misses did come from Russell Westbrook just pointing that out moving on in Tulsa you are listening to the Thunder first take post game show I don't think I said that right the first take Thunder post game show <sighs> whatever whatever show this if, is if Jerry has a problem with it he can he can text us yeah he can text me I'm Madison that's Brady we have Nate Baldwin behind the glass keeping us on the air uh, guys lots more to talk about we're gonna go ahead and take a break when we come back in we'll take you around the association we'll uh, name our player of the game we have a lot to do so stick with us here on the franchise on 1077 the franchise 1079 in Tulsa Broadcasting from the Lucky Star Studio, Sports Radio is 1077 The Franchise. Everyone, our New Year's resolution here at Khalidi Kia is to be 100% unbelievable. So we're going bigger than ever. Oh yeah, bigger and furrier if you count my Bigfoot friend Cal here. And get this, through January, we'll file your taxes for free. Yes, free! And you can use all or part of your refund as a down payment. (gasps) I know! You can't believe it! So you might as well not believe this either. Lease a 2019 Kia Forte for just $169 a month. Or an Optima for only $199 a month. What?! Plus, we have special financing for those with bankruptcies, repo, or divorce. Everyone, I'm Sabi Khalidi. And we want to be your friends for life. That's unbelievable, I know. Rawr. But so is Bigfoot. And a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty on every Kia, right? Khalidi Kia on Broadway extension between Memorial and 33rd in Edmond. Online at KhalidiKia.com. That's K-A-L-I-D-Y-Kia.com. <coughs> <coughs> 
Unbelievably rude, Cal. Payment based on a 39 month lease. 2499 dual lease signing for the 2019 Kia Forte LX. And 2999 dual lease signing for the 2019 Kia Optima LX. Only 12,000 miles per year allowed, plus tax, title, license, and registration fees. No security deposit required. Offer ends January 31st, 2019. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. It's a story that began thousands of years ago. A journey that is authentic and transporting. Spun with native wisdom and an unconquerable spirit at the Chickasaw Cultural Center in Sulphur. Discover our encounters with European explorers and American presidents. Pages from the past that turn along your path. Storytellers and culture keepers who bring centuries of history to life. Tour and touch and taste. Speak the language. Walk the sky bridge. Make the experience your own. The Chickasaw Cultural Center is an international attraction and the heartbeat of a nation. Come at ChickasawCulturalCenter.com. After a record-breaking year at Diamonds Direct, we just want to say thank you for your support, your confidence, your trust. It's never something we take for granted, and we pledge to work even harder in the new year to exceed your expectations. And for 2019 at Diamonds Direct, we're expanding our selection once again with an even larger inventory of hand-picked diamonds. These are precious 100% natural stones created literally billions of years ago deep in the center of the earth. Real rare diamonds with lasting and proven value, offered at the guaranteed best price in America. Plus, we've expanded our selection of -of one-of-a-kind designer jewelry, the latest fashion-forward pieces you won't find anywhere else. If you're getting engaged or celebrating a special anniversary this year, come let us share our passion for diamonds. Let us show you how to identify real value, and let us help you make the most of this remarkable moment in your life. Diamonds Direct, offering the unique blend of uncompromising luxury and unbeatable value. Come discover the remarkable combination for yourself. Get details, directions, and store hours at DiamondsDirect.com. 2010 to 2018, that's nine years and nine times in a row, and no one else can come close. Shane, you better be talking about the F-Series 4 Truck Champ for nine years in a row. That's right, Seth. We couldn't be more excited about it. Buckle up, boys. Now it's time to make a new record. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason Seth Wadley Ford is Oklahoma's Ford truck destination. We have the best prices on new F-Series Fords than anyone else. Everyone's a happy customer. So, Zach, what you're saying is we stack them deeper and sell them cheaper. Right now at the Ford State Truck Champs, get ten grand off MSRP on on any new 2018 F-150 Crew Cab XLT 4x4 in stock with 50 to choose from. That's 10 grand off. Tell them, Seth. We give more money for your trades, too. And don't forget about my promise on oil changes and engines for life on newer use, gas or diesel, at no additional cost to you. Plus, all this month, take a test drive and receive two tickets to the PBR. There's, There's only one Seth Wadley. Put a little gravel in your travel and take that short drive to Paul's Valley. Only at Seth Wadley Ford. I-35, exit 72, Paul's Valley, or click SethWadleyFord.com. Are you ready for FlexStack Advanced? Men, welcome to the show. It's a winner-take-all. Who will have the strength? Who will have the drive? Who will win the battle? Well, the answer just might be who uses the new most advanced FlexStack ever. Only found at Draper Family GNC. Packed with clinically tested test effects. Shown to raise your free testosterone. Giving you raw power, extra energy, and helping you burn off that stubborn body fat. 
the new formula has two newcomers to the show. Black Maca, which just might give you that libido boost you've been looking for. And Boron Citrate, a scientifically studied ingredient to help you power through the day, shooting up your testosterone while suppressing that nasty estrogen. Men, it's time to win the game. Get to Draper Family GNC and get started today with our new and strongest ever FlexStack Advanced. On the north side, visit the May and Hefner GNC. On the south side, come by the I-240 location at Penn and Western. The toughest eight seconds in sports returns to Chesapeake Energy Arena, February 1st and 2nd. It's the Professional Bull Riders Express Ranches Invitational. Two days of the world's best bull riding and heart-pounding excitement. Plus, family-friendly entertainment and the patriotic spirit of PBR you know and love. Tickets start at just 15 bucks. Get them now at Ticketmaster.com. Stop by your local come-and-go location, where Monster Energy drinks are available now. Now is the time to buy at Cummins Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Weatherford during our Start Something New sales event. Receive nearly $12,000 in total value on a new 2019 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab Truck or shop 2018 Grand Cherokee Laredos priced at just $33,400. See our entire new inventory of cars and SUVs just off I-40 on Airport Road in Weatherford or go to CumminsChrysler.com. WC after rebates must finance your Chrysler Capital vehicle restrictions apply to dealer for details. Happy New Year. Supercuts welcomes you with amazing stylists ready to serve you. Supercuts conveniently serving its community seven days a week. Supercuts clean, sharp, ready. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. I like the tunes, Nate. I like the tunes. Madison's dancing in the studio right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the First Take Thunder postgame show. Like Brady just told you guys, I am Madison Morris. That's Brady Trantham. We have Nate Baldwin behind the glass with the Maroon 5 tunes today. I'm digging it. Uh, An exciting game today. 2.30 game. Nice little way to kick off your Saturday. Uh, if you didn't tune in, the Oklahoma City Thunder defeat the Philadelphia 76ers at 117-115. to 115. This is their 19th straight victory over the 76ers. Yeah, you should, you, you should have, you should have, everybody should have been in the studio for this because it was so funny. The producers were still all in here and we were all kind of watching the end of the game and we, we kept going back and forth between the rooms and it seemed like every time, like I, at least me, every time I went back and forth between the room, somebody would score, somebody would get fouled at the three-point line, and it was like, okay, this team's going to win. No, this team's going to win. No, this team's going to win. It was uh, it was exciting, and sadly, I mean, of course, I watched replays, and I, I watched the rest of the game, but um, <laughs> Joel Embiid's um, three-point three point foul, didn't see that in, in real time. Paul George's three-pointer, didn't see that in real time, but you know what? Um, I'm still on the radio. Yeah, they still happened. <laughs> they indeed did happen over in Philly. But, uh, Nate, if you're ready, we're going to go ahead and kick off our player of the game for this fine afternoon. Now, the Franchise Thunder player of the game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. Oh, man. It's just, uh, this is a doozy. I can't really figure out who I want to make the player of the game. Oh, maybe the guy who actually scored that last bucket to really push the Thunder ahead and secure the win. I think it's a pretty no-brainer, unless someone wants to contest this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Paul George. And, uh, you know, Paul George, we've been talking a lot about Paul George the past month or so, just because he has been playing the best basketball of his career 
in Oklahoma City for the Thunder. What is he, 28, 29 years old? He is really in his prime right now. He'll tell you that himself. He said that a couple times in uh, some post-game scrums, that he's playing really good basketball right now. And Paul George has just been on a completely new level. This has been um, just an incredible pouring out of Paul George for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He has been clutch in clutch times. And tonight, you know, he did have that really clutch three to secure the win. I think it was over the Nets. That was well over a month ago. But, you know, now he gets another opportunity to do that. He drops it in, gets the and one, and he definitely helped the Thunder to break that losing streak that they've been going on right now. Yeah, kind of a weird game for Paul because um, not so efficient from the floor. Only hit uh, eight shots of his 20 attempts. Uh, not the typical efficiency that we're accustomed to seeing from Paul George, but his work at the, at the foul line. I mean, if... I mean, it's weird because only four players from the Thunder took foul shots and only three of them were missed. Um, Jeremy Grant hit all of six of his free throws. Um, uh, Dennis Schroeder only took two, hit both of them. Uh, like like I said earlier in the in the show, Paul George hits all 11. If that's going to happen, I mean, the Thunder are always going to put themselves in position to uh, be in a close game like they were tonight and find themselves in a position to possibly win it because uh, you... It's been like maybe two or three times, Madison, where we've done post games or done our uh, podcast where we kind of go back and say the Thunder missed 14 free throws tonight. They lost by one possession. And it's, you know, when it's that apparent, like, yeah, the discrepancy at the foul line, that's when you kind of look back and just kind of scratch your head and say, you know what? You lost, but you should have won this game. Mm-hmm. And tonight, today, I'm mean, tonight, this afternoon, <laughs> that, this afternoon, Phil, I mean, and they're, you know. They're an hour ahead yet. Like, oh, oh yeah. that's true. Yeah, an hour ahead. I don't I don't know time math or any of that stuff. But um, yes, great performance by Paul George. I'm not going to disagree with this. Uh, although, great win for Neurons Noel making his comeback against the Philadelphia 76ers <laughs> and, uh, against the team that drafted him, of course, uh, in the lottery. One of the top picks a few years ago coming into the draft. Um, <laughs> was two for two. Uh, one rebound, two steals. Um, but it, it was a good bounce back uh, for New Orleans Noel, of course, for uh, coming back to Philadelphia, especially after the the uh, just kind of the forgettable performance he had mm-hmm. <laughs> against the Lakers where um, you didn't necessarily see him that much. And what you saw of him was, wow, the Lakers bench is just destroying in the paint. And that's right. why you knew about New Orleans. But it was his first game back from a uh, concussion, uh, being in the concussion protocol. So just, you know, great overall. But yeah, like... I've rambled on about Neurons Noel, but yeah, Paul George, definitely the MVP of this game. Well, for sure. And I mean, I, I want to kind of piggyback on Neurons Noel real quick, just because I don't know. I just I'm interested to see how he's going to bounce back from this, because we did talk about Neurons a little bit in the Lakers performance. He was a little bit quiet. I felt like he made a couple mistakes he usually doesn't make. I don't know if he had a block that game, but he's usually pretty consistent on picking up at least one block a game. And he did have one tonight uh, or today. Gosh, but it's just, that's <laughs> going to be hard. Yeah, we don't have to go to sleep immediately after this. Yeah, it's, it's time to go to sleep. It's not that late. But, you know, Nerlens, I'm I'm eager to see how he shakes off the rest from coming back from the concussion. Just looking at that fall, it looked gruesome. It looked disgusting. It looked painful. And a week later, he was back on the court. So, you know, I'm just, I'm interested to see if he has some rust to shake off, uh, if it's going to affect him at all. He was definitely asked about that. No brainer. That was the first question he was asked about after the Lakers game. And he immediately answered, no, I'm fine. I feel great. Um, my no, my head's not hurting. 
you know, just pretty much the basic questions you expect or the, pretty much the basic answers you expect from a guy who comes off of a concussion. You know, no, I'm good. I'm happy to be out here contributing to my team. So I think Nerlens, it's good to have him back to back up someone like Steven Adams. And, uh, you know, Steven, the past couple of games, we will talk a little bit about Steven now. In the past couple of games, I feel like Steven has just really been taking a lot of heat. And when I say heat, I mean teams have figured out how to stop him and kind of where they can insert themselves to put a stop to Steven Adams' strength. And, I mean, he did pick up 16 points tonight. He had seven offensive boards, so that was pretty great for Steven, nine rebounds overall. But, you know, Steven Adams, he is looking a little, I don't want to say defeated out there recently, and you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Steven Adams right now is taking a lot of hits and a lot of heat and a lot of triple, quadruple teaming from other teams because they're definitely figuring out how to stop a guy like that. Yeah, I mean, there have been moments um, when teams just say, okay, we're not going to let Steven Adams get easy buckets on us, so we're going to send the obvious double team his way. There, there have been moments when that happens. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like the Thunder, they've gone through kind of a stretch where they've played you know, a few centers kind of back-to-back that give the types of centers that give Steven Adams some trouble. Joel Embiid being one of those. Joel Embiid gives the entire league He gives problems. everybody yeah. problems. He He's, gives fans problems. He gives IG <laughs> models problems. He gives Rihanna problems. Oh, that poor Rihanna. Poor Rihanna. Um, no, I mean, tonight, Joel Embiid, 11 of 19, uh, one of five from the three-point line, which is great for, obviously, for the Thunder. But, you know, anytime a, a big can stretch the floor, it's always going to give Steven Adams some trouble. Um, he's still he's still so good defensively. Uh, he's he's so good on both sides of the floor. He's so good that Billy Donovan can live when he has to be stretched out to the perimeter. Of course, you want him more packed into the paint to defend the rim, make sure everybody kind of be the the middle linebacker of the defense, and make sure everybody's in the right spots, pointing out uh, directions, uh, assignments, and all that. Um, when he has to get stretched out of the floor, you kind of take away and nullify some of his strengths, like you were saying, Madison. Um, but overall, I mean, it, it is kind of weird because, I mean, what was it? I mean, Joel Embiid was a plus 15 tonight. Um, mm-hmm. it, the, the rest of the uh, uh, Sixers be- uh, starters were uh, in the negatives. But it just really seemed like whenever Joel Embiid was on the floor, the Thunder were hard-pressed to A, score, and B, defend. Yeah. And... Um, I I understand that there's this huge push to get Steven Adams into the All-Star game and for the most part he has played in the converse, to be in the conversation like he's playing at an All-Star level. Does he deserve it over, you know, um Anthony Davis, um Carl Anthony Towns like names like that? Probably not, but he's still there. Um but like like we were saying, you know, Joel Embiid gives everybody problems. Um Clint Capella, at times, when I was down there at Christmas, uh, when the Thunder lost in Houston, Clint Capella can give people problems. Uh, Nurkic always gives Steve Adams problems. They're just sometimes they're just matchups, and Mm -hmm. tonight was one of those. But luckily for the Thunder, they were able to uh, to overcome. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know, Stephen Adams, it's obviously no secret to people who have listened to me talk about basketball for a while now. Stephen Adams is one of my favorite players to watch, just because I enjoy the strength, I enjoy the energy he puts out out there. But there are just sometimes there's some matchups, especially the ones that I saw today against Joel Embiid. Um, You know, he looks, he just kind of looks a little slower. He looks a little. 
uh, press to get offensive rebounds. He was only able to grab two defensive rebounds tonight. You know, Stephen Adams, he is a, a definitely he's definitely a great player. He's a great asset to the Thunder, especially uh, with his strength and his size. But I agree with Brady. You know, I he deserves to be in the All Star talk for sure. But you know, kind of you know, I don't see him really being up there with guys like. Anthony Davis and it's just not I mean people that follow the game know how important Stephen Adams is yes you know you and I when we watch we watch all every Thunder game we know how important he is to the Thunder oh, absolutely. and he's so important that he's at an all-star level for this team yes. and in terms of how teams combat him but he's just not a sexy name you know Carl Anthony Towns is sexy because he can he can stretch the floor hit threes and then get you you know 20 and 20 like like every three or four games same thing with uh, Anthony Davis Anthony I mean Thunder fans should know Anthony Davis what the last time the Thunder played them 40 what was it 40 points and uh, 18 was rebounds like, yeah it was yeah it was ridiculous numbers it was amazing yeah so that that's going to be interesting but uh, I don't know. I like how you said he wasn't a sexy name. <laughs> Stephen Adams. Uh, well, that's not very sexy. Th- that's really in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. That's Brady. I'm Madison. Uh, okay, Mr. Nate, let's uh, talk about some kick ass possessions of the game. Brady? No more headbanging for you. You've had enough. I can't. I can't. No headbanging. Head My neck is. Uh, I've got whiplash. Someone please whiplash. restrain him. Oh God! Here we go. All right. Well, guys, this is the Brady Trantham kick-ass possession of the game. By the way, it's actually brought to you by the OKC82 podcast, which everybody's listening to right now. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Where, I, where can you listen to that thing? Um, let me pull up my notes because I always forget. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can listen to the OKC82 podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you follow Brady and myself on Twitter, which is at Brady Does Sports, at Madison Morris. Madison spelled super weirdly. <laughs> um, you can always find us. We always tweet it out. And of course, it's on Franchise OK Twitter as well. So yeah, this is actually doubling as the podcast tonight. But... Uh, Brady, this is actually your thing, so what, you want to go ahead and kick us off with your kick-ass possession? Whew. You, you know, I think a lot of people watching this game, obviously, they're going to gravitate towards the end of the game. And, and, of course, like that Paul George out-of-bounds, you know, off-the-screen three-pointer, that's going to that's going to get a lot of attention, and that's obviously the possession that won the game. But I did think that that, um, that lob uh, from Russell Westbrook to Paul George, it was kind of like, I think, two or three minutes into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It just kind of came like it kind of it came at a time like when you're watching a game in real time, you kind of understand the flow. You, you kind of follow along with it and you understand, OK, if they don't score here, it's going to get it, it could begin to snowball. The Thunder uh, dribble, 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 miss shots. Stephen, Ad- I believe it was a Russell Westbrook miss three, which, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, it's a great yeah. start for the kick-ass <laughs> possession of the game. Uh, Stephen Adams does his thing, gets the offensive rebound, kicks it back out to Russell. Uh, the Sixers were already kind of like half trying to run back on offense. So the backside on the baseline was just wide open. And Russell gets gets the pass from Stephen Adams and just immediately throws it, throws it up towards the rim to Paul George. Uh, who finishes the lob dunk. I just thought at the time, like I said, it was so important that the Thunder needed a bucket. They got one. They got one emphatically. And it just kind of kept it kept pace with what the Sixers were trying to do by just score, 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 of course. And um, I don't I mean, I don't want to be really hot takeish, but if not for that possession, I, I hesitate to think that the uh, Thunder would win this game tonight. 
Yeah, no, today I, at this afternoon. Gosh, that's so hard. Yeah, no, I I really like that play too. I thought that was really cool, just because that was one of the first moments in that game I saw Russell look super composed and like he knew what he wanted to do. And I thought it was really cool because he when he lobbed that uh, throw up to Paul. I was watching it. I was like, who in the world is he throwing that to? There is no one there. And Paul George comes out of nowhere. And I think all three of us, we were sitting in the room watching this. And I jump up and I'm like, who was that? Like, I didn't even know who the player was that caught it and was able to throw it down. And God, of all people, it was Paul George. It was, so, it was Paul Jorge. It was Paul George. So, yeah, that was really cool. So, uh, my possession of the game, this comes about the six-minute mark in the third quarter. Because apparently the third quarter is where it all went down. Um Russell, he, I don't know, he happened to be in the right place at the right time. It was just one of those moments. And I I believe Jeremy Grant, he misses an alley-oop attempt. And I love watching Jeremy Grant, like, catch an alley-oop, catch a lob. I love it when he dunks, but this was not really uh, his moment. So um, this led Russell to have a fast break opportunity where he takes it down and have a nice layup and he picks up the and one. He did miss the free throw that goes with it. No, no shock there. But uh, this actually made it 71 to 68. And it was just kind of, it was a nice moment for Russ because I think right before that happened, he taps the, oh, no, sorry. He, so he taps the ball in after Jeremy Grant misses that alley-oop attempt. But then when the 76ers take it back down, that was an opportunity to, uh, for Russ to get a steal. And he actually takes it on the fast break. And he was able to get that and one layup. It was just a nice moment for Russell Westbrook, who people have been criticizing a lot the past couple of, well, this whole season. So, you know, it was kind of a nice opportunity for Russ to look like his old Russ again. And so I I really liked that possession a lot. So that was kind of cool. That was pretty kick-ass of you, man. It was pretty kick-ass. So, uh, yeah, 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. You are listening to the First Take Thunder postgame show. Uh, this is been quite the game to digest and guess what you're still stuck with us for not another hour but an hour and a half because we will take you up to OU pregame I believe they are playing the Longhorns tonight in Austin Texas is that correct <gasps> Brayden Brayden don't do that Brayden there are children listening to this are right we now. on YouTube or Twitch right now oh my gosh I hope not because yeah. Brayden just blinded everyone with yeah. that hand gesture yeah the children hashtag horns up for th- beef. think about them God. The children. But yes, we will be taking you up to Toby Rowland and the guys taking you to an OU pregame. Uh, OU men's basketball is down in Austin, Texas tonight. So uh, yeah, you're stuck with us. Be happy. But we're going to go ahead and take another break. When we get back, we will talk more Thunder basketball. We'll talk an, up- an upcoming schedule, uh, even some more players around the league. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, just a lot more to dive into. So stick with us here on the First Take Thunder postgame show, and we will be right back. Remember, remember, we are not the animal. We are 1077, the franchise. This could be our biggest month ever during the Start Something New sales event. I want to be the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in 2019. So let's ring that bell every time we sell a new Ram. Everyone gets up to 25% off MSRP on remaining 2018 Ram trucks. And we'll even include a two-man bass boat. 25% off MSRP, Ryan? That's the hottest deal we've ever offered in January. And we'll include a bass boat. Let's do it. And give up to 20% off on new 2018 heavy-duty trucks. We need to blow the bell out of these 2018s. So let's throw big cash offers on select 2018 Dodge Chrysler Jeeps too. With 25% off and big cash offers, that will ring the bell off you. Dang right, ring that bell, Ryan. 
And don't forget about my promise on oil changes and engines for life on newer use, gas or diesel, at no additional cost to you. There's only one Seth Wadley. Qualified buyers must finance through Chrysler Capital. Cash offers may vary based on vehicle and current incentives. Price, plus tax, tag, and documentation. See dealer for complete details. Some restrictions may apply. We'll even include a two-man bass boat. Honey, guess what? I joined a gym. No way. You said gyms are expensive. But 10 gyms joined for a nickel sale changed my mind. It's only five cents. I did a super fun Zumba class, hopped on a treadmill with a private TV, watched Dr. Phil, then relaxed in the sauna while the kids played in 10 gyms supervised childcare. 10 gyms friendly staff helped me be fit and be happy. Oh my gosh, it's a nickel, only five cents. Katie joined 10 gyms basic, $10 a month, no contract. $10 a month, no contract. I joined 10 gym preferred for a nickel, only five cents. Get all 24-hour 10 gyms, free Zumba, yoga, tanning, and free guests. I can take you to 10 gym free every day. You'll love 10 gym's large, full-line, free weight, and functional training areas. Join 10 gym or 10gym.com for a nickel, only five cents. Join any 10 gym or at 10gym.com for a nickel, only five cents, ends midnight Sunday. Okay, for today's sales meeting, I've got a new handout. It's entitled The Four C's, How to Deal with a Shopper Who Comes to Our Jewelry Store After He's Been to Diamonds Direct. First C, complicate. Get their heads spinning with terms like GIA, IGI, SI1, VSI2. Make them think our diamonds are just like the ones at Diamonds Direct. Second C, confuse. Refer back to the first C. Don't let them compare apples to apples. We'll lose every sale. Trash Diamonds Direct if you have to. Third C, convert. Talk them into a smaller diamond or an inferior cut diamond. That way we can be competitive on price with Diamonds Direct. And the fourth C, change. Change the subject. Tell them how we've been here forever or tell them our knockoff rings are just as good as the designers at Diamonds Direct. Just say whatever you can so you can get the most important C of all, commission. Other stores will try just about anything to compete with Diamonds Direct, but it's no use. Diamonds Direct is forever changing how people here buy diamonds with higher quality, better diamond education, more selection, and the guaranteed best prices. Diamonds Direct, Oklahoma City's direct diamond importer on North Penn across from Penn Square Mall. With the new year upon us, there's never been a better time to consider membership at the Greens Country Club. The club has enjoyed over $1 million in recent improvements with more on the way in 2019. Enroll now in any category and pay zero dues until March 2019. Whether you're looking to play golf on our renovated championship layout, own your tennis skills on our six indoor and outdoor tennis courts, stick to your New Year's resolution in our fitness center, or lounge poolside this spring and summer, the Greens offers something for the whole family. Looking to connect with others in the community? The club offers a wide variety of social events for all ages, including wine paired dinners, family game nights, networking events, kids' night out, and so much more. The all-new Twisted Oak Tavern provides exceptional farm-to-table food and specialty cocktails in a stylish new environment. We boast the number one tennis program in the state, offer reciprocal privileges to other clubs across the country, host an array of organized leagues and events on and off the course, and most importantly, continue to invest in the future of the club with no assessment to its members. Pay zero until March 2019. For more info or to schedule a tour, contact the membership department at 405-751-6266. Or visit thegreencc.com. Salt Creek Casino is giving away up to $10,000 in bonus play and prizes during the 10K Big Screen Blitz promotion. Earn entries now to increase your chances of winning big. Random drawings will be held every Sunday in January beginning at 2 p.m. We will be giving away up to $1,500 in bonus play and a 70-inch LG Class LED Smart 4K TV each night. It's the 10K Big Screen Blitz only at Salt Creek Casino Highway 81 just north of Chickasha. 
Hello folks, Mad Max coming to you live right here from Dale City, Oklahoma, the oldest Hyundai dealership in the state where we like folks and folks like our prices. And I'm going to let my daughter Alicia and Bo Newsom finish this commercial. Come and see us. How about a 2018 Elantra? Take $5,000 off or a low payment of $139 a month and you own the vehicle. These are new cars, Oklahoma. The 2018 Tucson starting at $18,895 or a payment as low as $199 a month. Eat your heart out competition. We got the best price of anywhere in the country. And don't forget America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty plus Hyundai Assurance. Only at AutoMax Hyundai in Dell City off I-40 and Sunny Lane or check us out online, AutoMaxHyundai.net. 2018 Hyundai Tucson, stock number SLO387, sell price $18,895. 2018 Hyundai Elantra, stock number Y14628, sell price $15,015. Both with 25% cash down or trade at 3.99% financing for 84 months with free credit, all rebates apply. The deals are automatic at AutoMax. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Postgame Show, presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. Welcome back into the First Take Thunder Postgame Show. I am Madison Morris, here with a sleepy Brady Trantham. I'm very sleepy myself. Uh, uh, yeah. It's just been it's been a long day of Thunder basketball. I'm telling you, we started off at uh, where, where were we? The Vanessa Vanessa, Vanessa House Beer Company, which yes, was awesome. They took good, they House took beer great, great care of us. It was awesome. They were awesome. We did do our Thunder Insider show there this morning, along with uh, Jerry Ramsey and John Ham, and we had a great time down there. Thank you to them for being so hospitable to us. And now we are here in the studio talking some more Thunder basketball after an exciting 117 to 115 win over the Philadelphia 70. Sixers in Philadelphia and uh yeah just a good day of basketball for the Thunder pretty exciting win kind of nice to snap that two game losing streak uh get back to their winning ways hopefully put a little bit of fire under them as they approach a little bit of a tougher schedule but that does make the Philadelphia 76ers fall to 30 and 17 in the season and the Oklahoma City Thunder do extend to 27 and 18 but Brady, let's go ahead and uh, look at the rest, uh, not the rest, but just some upcoming games for the Thunder, because we've probably said this 400 million times, but the schedule is about to get a whole hell of a lot harder. Yes, it is. Um, The Thunder have by far the toughest schedule to uh, round out the rest of the year. Um, which has, you know, at the beginning of the year when people were saying, well, yeah, the Thunder are like in the top three in the West, but they haven't played anybody. Well, they won all those games last year. They weren't beating those bad teams and how you get a top seed in basketball in the NBA is you beat those teams. Oh, that's how it works. Now, what's been regrettable recently is that they've lost to their fair share of those of those types of teams. They've they've beaten Portland. They've turned around and lost to Washington at home, lost to L.A. at home the other night, Minnesota twice at home uh, since right before Christmas. And then they'll like, you know, like I said, they'll beat Portland and then they'll beat Philadelphia both on the road. So they're they're starting to show a little bit of the same, I guess, theme of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say that this is the same team as last year because um, they have played exceptionally well. They have a great identity that they can rely on. And at times they can lean on. Uh, they leaned on it tonight. They they need one great defensive possession, and they did it without fouling. So kudos to them. But yeah, um, you know they they had they they remain on the road. They have the Martin Luther King uh, game 
Madison Square Garden, 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 Garden. <laughs> against the New York Knicks. Uh, last year, the Thunder traveled to New York and got uh, embarrassed. It was uh, not a very good uh, welcome back game for Carmelo Anthony when he was with the Thunder last year. They return home. <laughs> For a uh, three-game homestand, it's been a while, Madison, since you and I have had multiple home game home stands where we like okay, like we can kind of relax. You know, like the Thunder are here for a week. Um, we can get some practices in uh, with our ma- media availability. Mm-hmm. But these three games are going to be against Portland, Rough. who yes, the Thunder finally beat them on the road for the first time since 2014. It's still Portland, and they're mm-hmm. still a tough out for the Thunder. They do catch kind of the break with uh, New Orleans on Thursday. Uh, 7 o'clock in Oklahoma City um, because Anthony Davis is probably not going to play with that injury that he's going to be dealing with. Mm -hmm. But still, we've seen this team lose to plenty of teams without their best player. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Sunday, next Sunday, uh, not tomorrow, but the following Sunday against probably the best team in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks in Oklahoma City. That's going to be exciting. That is going to be exciting. I think these games are going to be an excellent test to see how the Thunder are going to hold up. I mean, January is coming to an end, guys. We can't keep saying, oh, well, it's January. Uh, you know, this is just one of those months. The Thunder are just going to struggle because it's January. Okay, January is almost over. So if they're going to keep this going throughout February and, oh, oh my gosh, I hopefully not March. I believe they have only 11 games in February, but they have about 16 in March. So that's going to be real tough on the body, real tough on the mind. So they're going to have to start, you know, really cracking down right now and making sure they're ready for these games. I think that Milwaukee one is definitely going to be tough. And, uh, I mean, definitely not wanting to throw the the New Orleans one aside, but the Portland one is going to be tough just because Portland doesn't, I I mean, I'm just making a guess here, but I'm pretty positive I'm right. Portland's not going to want to lose to the Thunder twice in one season this close together. So I think Portland's going to come in. They're going to have some strategies down. They're going to want to take this win. Uh, that one's going to be a tough one. And I don't really think anything with home court advantage is going to help the Thunder at this point. I, I mean, of course, you want to have home court advantage, especially if you're constructed the way that you are with the Thunder, uh, a team that struggles shooting. You need to have a home court advantage as much as you can. So these divisional matchups, you know, where some, mo- I guess, a lot of basketball fans will say, who cares about divisional? Like, I, I know some people kind of laugh at, like, when when teams ho- hoist up divisional championship banners. They're important. They're very important. If you want to play at home more more times than not in the postseason, you've got to beat your divisional opponents. The Thunder have had their uh, unfortunate history with Portland uh, recently and, uh, weirdly enough, with Minnesota. And now um, Denver being one of the better teams, not just in the West, but in the NBA. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough out. Uh, Portland's definitely going to be, um, you know, inspired to uh, bounce back after that uh, disappointing loss for them a few weeks ago in Portland at home against the Thunder. But uh, it's it's gonna be a good challenge. Um, the Thunder, of course, like I said earlier, they always seem to play up. To, they, they play to their competition for better or worse. Uh, not so much this year, but more so recently in the last month where they play down to the competition and they play up to competition. So it's going to be a fun game. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard. I mean, popcorn. Just get it ready. Popcorn. I love it. Um, hey, okay, I know this is a little bit of a stretch just because there is some time to kind of think about this, ponder it, see how uh, the Thunder react to this three-game home stretch after they come home from New York. But... Uh, after they finish that Milwaukee game, they do go on the road for three more games. They're going to make stops in Orlando to face the Magic, uh, Miami. That They're not going far from there. And then 
they're back in Boston to go against the Celtics. It's been a while since they faced the Celtics. So, you know, the Celtics right now are what they just picked up their seventh home or seventh straight home win of the season. So, you know, Boston's on fire right now. Things could change by February 3rd. I don't know. But, you know, this that's going to be kind of a tough bit, too. So kind of give me your take on those three away games. And what do you think is going to be the most difficult for the Thunder during that time? Three away games. Um I mean, this team has been so... It's it's really hard to kind of pinpoint how this team's going to perform moving forward because um, whenever we feel like that we have like a good read on this team, like when they started 0-4, you and I were like throwing out the red flags like, this is not good. Like, yes, Russell Westbrook only played two of those games, and so there's going to be kind of an adjustment period, but they're doing a lot of bad things in these games, and we already know how they're flawed in terms of they can't shoot that well. Um, we as soon as we get a read on this team, they go on that six, seven game winning streak um, after that 0-4 start. And then we start getting a read on them and then it just, it turns on its head and they lose to Sacramento again, or they lose at home to Washington and they follow that up with a loss to Minnesota at home. So um, it's really hard to kind of forecast this team, but um, the one thing that does remain constant, they, they do not get blown off the floor. Now I know they have been blown off the floor um, statistically. I, I, somebody can probably tweet at me uh, the Dallas game, the first Dallas game uh, back in uh, what was it November, and recently, I, gosh, I can't remember. Um, hmm. It might actually it might have been was it Minnesota? No, it was Washington. It was the Washington. It was game the Washington. That, game. Yeah, it was the Washington yes. game that I've now mentioned four or five times in this segment. Um, yeah, it's they play incredibly hard. They're one of the hardest playing teams in the league, and you can hang your hat on that. You can be proud of that if you're a Thunder fan. So the effort is always going to be there. It just comes down to the execution, not just on offense in terms of shot making, but in terms of them being able to defend. And Billy Donovan talked about it in uh, in the post game after the Lakers loss, where he said the difference I feel, you know, this being Billy Donovan's uh, words, the difference I feel in wins and losses for this team is our ability to defend the three-point line. And the Thunder are one of the best teams in not just defending the perimeter, but limiting their opponents from uh, shooting under their percentages and their attempts um, from the three-point line. When they don't do those things, they make it so much harder for them for themselves to win because, like we said, they just can't. Sh- they don't shoot well. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just going to be very important for them to just you know build off of this win. You know, it's a great win. It's a, uh, one of the more marquee teams in in the NBA. It's a great win. It's a lot of confidence come from this. Russell Westbrook didn't finish the game, so there's a lot of excitement. Paul George, another example of him being in the MVP conversation, hitting that shot. So if they can build off of this and get back to the way that they were defending prior to this kind of December into January slump, they're, they're going to be fine on this three-game uh, road stretch. Well, and taking a step away from the three-point line, moving it a little bit closer to the basket. Nate, do you have my Cajun music ready? I'm dying to hear it. Ooh! I can never do Yeehaw. this voice the right way. Oh, Brady, oh, that was awful. It was dismal. <laughs> Nate, Nate, ch- chime in. Please, Nate, give us your you want, best. You want Yeah! There we go. Yeah, doggies. Can, can, can Braden do it? Can Braden do it? Oh, I want to hear Braden's deep voice do this. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Thank, like thank you for cat. taking. What th- just thank you for taking time out of your little Caesar's pizza to uh, <laughs> drop that one in. Anytime, Brady, anytime. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it's time for uh, Who Dat Dunk That? Um, so, no surprise here. I think one of the best dunkers for the Thunder 
I always talk about Jeremy Grant, but we're going to talk about Steven Adams. Shocking. So my who dat dunk dat goes to Steven Adams. This was with one minute left in the third quarter. Uh, he has a very nice one-handed dunk, and it was off of a nice drive. It was kind of an opportunity for Steven Adams to shine because he had the ball kind of around uh, the perimeter, but he was able to just kind of drive it into the basket. He gets that nice one-handed dunk. And it extends the Thunder leads to double digits for the first time that quarter. And this is kind of when the Thunder really needed that because it was it was like a security and it was just a little bit of a comfortable lead that helped them to carry that energy over into the fourth quarter. And I know things got a little chippy in the fourth quarter. Things got real close. The lead was back and forth. But I really think that Steven Adams kind of helped them feel a little bit more comfortable with their lead, extending it to double digits in that time, just because it was a little close there for majority of the third quarter. So shout out to Steven Adams for being strong and doing stuff. I'm going to agree with you. That was that was the duck of the game. <laughs> um, anytime, Steven, even even anytime Stephen Adams gets an opportunity to just throw it down, it's it's gonna be like, oh, oh my goodness, You're oh my goodness, God, that, that seven foot tall shook. human being just dunked that basketball through that hoop. Oh, <laughs> oh, bless the the hearts of the oh, children bless. of that of that basketball rim because it was just assaulted in such a way. It was. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Stephen Adams dunks. I mean, that, that's no no other reason to tune in um, on a 2.30 tip-off on a Saturday than to just watch Stephen Adams go through a dunk contest. Honestly, that's the only reason I showed up to work today and watch this game. It's just because I wanted to see Stephen Adams dunk it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But um, I, I really do enjoy watching Stephen Adams. It's kind of like, it's just about Stephen Adams as a whole. I think his ability just to bring the energy he does to the court and he has a lot of great dunks he has a lot of tough shots that people are like how in the world did he make that and that's just kind of what goes with Steven Adams and what he brings to the floor so uh yeah big shout out to Steven big shout out to um I totally forgot who was defending him and just completely let him have that. It was probably, I hope it was Joel Embiid. Um, <laughs> Wait, I don't think uh, it was, though. Speaking of Joel Embiid, has uh, has everybody seen what Russell said? Oh, no. <laughs> said in postgame? Uh, oh, we, we can't play it. We can't play it on the air. Um, but uh, Brett Dawson, our good buddy Brett Dawson from The Athletic, um, put put out a video. Some I don't know if it was Brett because I'm just reading what he tweeted out. Um, that asked this question. Hey, are you Russell Westbrook? Are you still cool with Joel Embiid? Oh no, no. <laughs> he says he says a four letter word and then follows that up with no. Uh, so uh, Russell Westbrook, um, Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid will not be receiving a Christmas card from Russell Westbrook. They are best friends. I don't think anybody's really good friends with Joel Embiid in this league. He's just kind of a troll. And we were laughing about that watching the game. I low key love it. Like got, I honestly love Joel Embiid and the way he just trolls people, and he does not care. You got to pay the troll toll, man. You, like, if you're Joel Embiid, you got to play the troll toll. And uh, <laughs> this is the what the nineteenth time in a row that Philadelphia has lost to Oklahoma City. They have not lost, or uh, the Thunder them. They have not lost to Philadelphia since coming to Oklahoma City. So, uh, wow. I mean, is is that going to be the stat of the night? Wow. Is that going to be the stat cat tonight? Uh, probably. Can we hear? Can we hear some meows? Meow. Meow. Wait, that was great. Wait, don't we have like a sound clip for this or something, Nate? Ah, there. there it is. <laughs> What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Goodness. I mean, it's it's either going to be that or the Thunder's free throw uh, performance today. Yeah. Because if they're able to just miss, if they're if they're going to hit 
they're going to take 26 uh, free throws and only miss three, they're going to win that game. <laughs> because with all the things that we said, they're a great defensive team. When they when they play up to their ability, they're an incredible defensive team. And they always, always play with a lot of effort. And they always fight, scratch, and claw. Um, even in games where they don't play well. Like when we're, when we're um, in games watching and we when we just kind of have the, the same idea. This is a bad performance. They're probably still in that game. And it's probably just a one possession game at the time that we say that. We just have kind of a high ex- expectation with this team because of how we know that they can perform. Um, but yeah, if they're able to only just miss three free throws, that's going to be it. Or, you know, of course, you can go with the overall history of, wow, Philadelphia has not beaten Oklahoma City since the Thunder came here in 2008. That's probably frustrating. I don't know. I'm just going to take a wild guess on that. But yeah, no, I think that's a great stat. And I think that's pretty impressive, especially for the Thunder right now. You know, they need they need some impressive stats right now just to kind of get them back on track. But uh, 107.7, the franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. Guys, you are listening to the First Take Thunder postgame show. That's Brady. I'm Madison. We have Nate Baldwin behind the glass. And we are also joined by Braden Conover. Did I say that name right? I think. Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I'm just used to calling you intern Braden, but I feel like I, I don't really want to call you that because I hate it being called intern Madison. So, um, yeah. And big surprise. Congratulations, everyone. You're also listening to the OKC82 podcast, which is double Yeah. Yeah, you are. So Brady and I, if you don't know, you should know, Brady and I do a podcast after every single Thunder basketball game, home or away. doesn't matter. We do podcast and we ramble and we talk and we have great analysis, I think. So tonight we are here on the uh, the first take thunder post game show but this will double as our okc 82 podcast tonight as well so you are listening to it make sure you describe or subscribe describe it you can describe, describe it too. describe it but in, you can in three words <laughs> you can subscribe you can share it you can tell your friends about it you can listen to it multiple times we have incredibly angelic voices and you can find it on soundcloud uh, stitcher google play apple podcast follow us on twitter at brady does sports at madison morris m-a-d-y-s-s so N Z L M A J K. Well, that's yeah. all silent, but yeah, the, the the K is silent. The K and the nine is silent yeah. at the end. But uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter at franchise okay as well. We always tweet the podcast out from there. But uh, yeah, we are taking you up until about six twenty-five before we hand it over to Toby Rowland and the Oklahoma Sooners down in Austin, Texas, mm. where the men's basketball team goes up against the Longhorns. Shake those pom-poms for the OU Sooners, man. Shake it like a pom-pom. So, Yay. Oh, Braden. That Braden, was a nicer Braden did gesture. it again. Okay, you know and what? That was a nice one this time. There uh, you go. Uh, well, thank God. Thank there God. There you go. Thank God. Oh, two of them. There we go. We're good tonight. So, yeah. So, we will be right back with one more segment. Don't go anywhere, and we will lead you up to OU Men's Basketball. Guys, you're listening to the First Take Thunder postgame show on 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. Broadcasting from the Lucky Star Studio, Sports Radio is 1077 The Franchise. 2010 to 2018, that's nine years and nine times in a row, and no one else can come close. Shane, you better be talking about the F-Series 4 Truck Champ for nine years in a row. That's right, Seth. We couldn't be more excited about it. Buckle up, boys. Now it's time to make a new record. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason Seth Wiley Ford is Oklahoma's Ford truck destination. We have the best prices on new F-Series Fords than anyone else. Everyone's a happy customer. So, Zach, what you're saying is we stack them deeper and sell them cheaper. Right now at the Ford State Truck Champs, get 10 grand off MSRP on on any new 2018 F-150 Crew Cab XLT 4x4 in stock with 50 to choose from. That's 10 grand off. 
Tell them, Seth. We give more money for your trades, too. And don't forget about my promise on oil changes and engines for life on new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. Plus, all this month, take a test drive and receive two tickets to the PBR. There's only one Seth Wadley. Put a little gravel in your travel and take that short drive to Paul's Valley. Only at Seth Wadley Ford. I-35, exit 72, Paul's Valley. Or click SethWadleyFord.com. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-600-3166. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-600-3166. That's 1-800-600-3166. 1-800-600-3166. We've all had our heart broken. Don't let it happen again. It's the final Love Bug giveaway. And we're giving away a new Volkswagen Beetle this Valentine's Day at each Lucky Star location. Show your star card some love, too, and earn 14 times entries every Tuesday for a chance to win the final love bug. So don't get your heart broken. Go get that final love bug. Kiss that love bug goodbye. Only at Lucky Star Casino. Now is the time to buy at Cummins Cadillac Chevy Buick GMC in Weatherford. Save over 10000 off MSRP on the new 2018 Chevy Silverado Crew Cab All-Star Truck. That's over ten grand off a new Chevy during our Silverado sell-down event. And shop our new inventory of SUVs and heavy-duty trucks at all low prices. Just off I-40 and Airport Road or CumminsWeatherfordChevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. After rebates, must finance with GM Financial. At Diamonds Direct, we tell you all the time all the great reasons to come see us. But the truth is there are some reasons why you should not go to Diamonds Direct. Like if you want to pawn your old gold, we can't help you. If you want silverware, crystal, porcelain, or china, you won't find it at Diamonds Direct. See, at Diamonds Direct, we don't believe you can be all things to all people. If you try to be, you probably end up just being average with most of them. At Diamonds Direct, our focus is diamonds. Our DNA is diamonds and bridal jewelry, period. That's why we have up to 20 times the selection of diamonds you find at those other stores. It's why every major bridal designer in the world is found in our showcases. And it's why we can find the perfect diamond ring for you, whether your budget is $2,000 or $200,000. Diamonds are our passion. It's what we do. It's all we do. So, just letting you know, it's a big mistake if you come see us looking for a silver cake cutter. But the biggest mistake of all is not coming to us for a diamond or engagement ring. Diamonds Direct, Oklahoma City's direct diamond importer, on North Penn across from Penn Square Mall. Happy New Year from Volkswagen of Edmond. Start the new year off right with a new Tiguan, SUV, or a new Jetta starting at just $16,995. Six-year, 72,000-mile warranty. Their unmistakable music, their unforgettable hits. Foreigner is back. You're as cold as ice. Friday, April 19th at the Showplace Theater at Riverwind. Their music changed the rock and roll landscape forever. Foreigner. Tickets are on sale now. Call the Riverwind box office or buy online at riverwind.com. 
VIP packages available at ForeignerOnline.com. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. I am Madison Morris sitting next to the all-lovely Brady Trantham, who you've been able to hear both of us ramble on for almost an hour and a half now about the Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder. Yeah, we just, we, yeah, we, 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 we like don't know what we're talk. doing. We just talk basketball and get paid for it, I guess. But Re- Really quick before we get into anything, we need to start clowning Jimmy Butler's uh, headband. What, what, oh, what, what is going I, on with this? It took us over an hour and we never said a thing. Single <laughs> thing about it. What is wrong? Okay. I mean, guys, Nate, Braden, feel free. Uh, I mean, it, it's what is he trying to do? Like, I just want to picture Jimmy Butler like standing on like a tall wooden platform and just standing on one foot and then like putting his hands yeah. in the prayer formation and just kind of trying to like, like, how am I going to screw up this locker room chemistry? This <laughs> like, how, what am I going to do now? Yeah, it looks like he's on a Naruto. Is that what it's called? Naruto. Yeah. The, yeah. Is that Japanese? That's Japanese anime. No idea. But it, it's it's one of those. Th- the kids like it. The kids yeah. are all about the it. The kids yeah. like it. No, um, I just thought it was ridiculous. I didn't understand if it was supposed to be serving as a sweatband because it didn't. It wasn't really that material. It looked like he went to Hobby Lobby and cut off some. Uh, I don't know some fringe or something from like the. What is it? With all the material and everything, I, people sew and stuff. It's the I, I would aesthetic. agree with you, but I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm I'm a girl. Like Hobby Lobby's my <laughs> heaven. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was very confused about it, and I thoroughly enjoyed the picture I tweeted out. And I said, when you have to ball at two thirty, but you have karate at five. <laughs> yeah, yeah it funny. just it looks so weird, and I don't I don't really understand it. But maybe that's the reason he was wearing it, just so he could. Uh, get people to talk about it on the radio shows <laughs> it's fashion that's what it's called it's fashion high fashion well speaking of naders he is about to take us around the association nate tell us what's coming up tonight and what happened today yeah all right so you got the suns and hornets going on right now that's 103 10 or 122 hornets kings and pistons just tipped off they're still in the first quarter 13 to 9 kings right now it's still pretty early mavs and pacers also kicked off, six and a half minutes left in the first, 13-8 Mavericks with old Luka down there. 7.40 left in the first with the Bucks and Magic. That's a tight one, not even in double digits yet. And then around <laughs> 6.30, you got the Celtics at the Hawks. I wonder if that's going to be a good game. Her? Hmm. And then at 6.30 as well, we got the Grizzlies and the Raptors. 7 o'clock, Heat, Bulls, 7.30, Lakers, Rockets, and then to round it out, you got at nine o'clock the Cavs and the Nuggets. See if they can go ahead and stay strong there. Yeah, I I can pretend like I'm gonna be like really cool. Like, oh yeah, I love the NBA. I'm gonna watch every single game. I'm gonna be asleep. (laughs) I I, I had a long night last night. I had early morning today. A lot of fun though. A lot of fun. Had a lot of fun with you, Madison, today. Um, But I'm gonna be real. I cannot wait. Cannot wait to go put my head on the pillow and go to sleep. Totally understand. Yeah, some def- definitely some good games going on. Uh, a couple I'm really interested in. I think this Mavericks-Pacers game is going to be so good because obviously Victor Oladipo has been lighting it up for Indiana this season. The Mavericks have that uh, Luka kid that I think Matt Ravis has a boy crush on. So, you know, that that's exciting for them. Um, let's see. Oh, Lakers-Rockets. That'll be super fun. So it'll be Lakers versus James Harden. Um 
Yeah, just some good games. And obviously, the Thunder were able to take the win at 117-115 to over the 76ers today. So that just uh, kind of set up a good night of basketball, if I, I if I would say so. You, know, you can know. say so. I mean, this is your show right now. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be a good night of basketball because also taking a step out of the league, we do have OU men's basketball coming up tonight. They will be down in Austin, Texas to take on the Longhorns. Yeah, Matthew, I saw on Twitter, Matthew McConaughey's wearing an all burn orange uh, suit. And man, he is just making it so hard to love him because I love me some True Detective season one. (laughs) And uh, Matthew McConaughey is awesome in that. And when, when I see Tom Foolery like that with that suit, I'm just like, gosh, what are you? doing <laughs> you were so cool for a few years and now for you're doing and now you're doing this nonsense uh, oh well i mean he roots he roots for his team what he, can i say yeah i've seen his guy. buick commercials things are classy those are nice those are real real nice i'm and assuming everybody saw the jim carrey parody of the matthew mcconaughey commercial. oh that, that was that also was also nice. funny also very funny. nice but yeah, um, also we have Oklahoma State up in Ames, Iowa right now taking on. there. Of course, there's the big matchup of Duke-Virginia going on right now. Just, I'm ready to go home and watch some basketball. I'm ready to go home and get some sleep. But you Everybody know, be trying for Zion. Trying for Zion. But obviously, you know, before we get out of here today, just some final thoughts on this game. I think this was a great, much-needed win for the Oklahoma City Thunder. It kind of got them out of this uh, discouraging feel of you know, we can't win games anymore. Like this has just been a really weird month for the Thunder, but I think they're going to kind of get it together. They're going to realize what needs to change. They do go to New York on Monday for MLK Day. Doesn't get any better than playing at 1130 a.m. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. So that is next up for the Thunder. Like I said earlier, Oklahoma City does advance to 27 and 18 while the 76ers still can't quite defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they will fall to 30-17. and 17. We did talk about this a little earlier in the, in the show, but next up for the Oklahoma City Thunder will be in New York for MLK Day, and then they will have a three-game homestand uh, welcoming the Portland Trailblazers on Tuesday, uh, having the New Orleans Pelicans, maybe without Anthony Davis, on Thursday. And, of course, Sunday is going to be the showdown of all showdowns that will be aired on ESPN that night. And it will be at 5 p.m. against the Milwaukee Bucks. So, yeah, Brady, any final thoughts on this game? Um, great win for the Thunder moving forward. They just have to continue winning. They have to beat the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a road game. That, um, no matter who you're playing on the road, it's always tough on the road. I mean, I, I, I said that three times. I screwed up. Um, they have to win because it, the Portland win was great and it was amazing for this team because of of history. But they followed up with three bad losses. Um, they right. have to beat the Knicks in order to make this Philadelphia win even more sweeter for them, I guess I should say. And then also my other final thought, shout out to all the OKCA2 uh, listeners. Thank you guys so much. Continue to subscribe. Uh, we're available. Uh, we're, we're super, super free, by the way. Every, every, every game. Free. We put out a podcast, Madison and I. We do. Uh, we have a lot of fun. Uh, we think it's a. Uh, we do a good job. So, uh, shout out to all the. We OG- think we do a good job. Yeah, shout out to the, uh, all the all the uh, OG listeners. For sure, for sure, and yes, like Brady said, you are listening to the OKC eighty two podcast. This is doubling as that, but. Guys, this is or has been the first Take Thunder postgame show. We did break down the win over the 76ers today where Oklahoma City got it 117-115. to 115. Uh, Thank you, Brady, for being awesome. It's hey, been thank a you. full day of Thunder basketball, and we've had a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, Nate, 
for being an awesome producer, keeping us on the air, and having that dumb button ready for us to say anything mildly stupid or insanely stupid. Always. So, you know, it never happens. And also, thanks, Brayden, for being here. And he uh, gave us a nice little Cajun whatever that was earlier. So... Excellent contribution, my friend. But, guys, we are going to get out of here. We're going to take you down to Austin, Texas, where OU men's basketball will be tipping off against the Texas Longhorns at 7 o'clock, I believe. So we'll take you down to Toby Rowland and the guys. They have some OU pregame, and that'll do it for us. So thanks for listening to the First Take Thunder postgame show on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa.